Oh my god, we're Sabaros now, and we've passed over into the next realm. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourselves. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Welcome back to the Rose Border Podcast. I am Tom. I am Travis Sapien, the Travis Boy. And I'm Mike. Welcome to the stickiest podcast in the entire galaxy. You know, we were just singing songs before this started, and it was we were talking about how good the Folgers jingle is. Oh, it's an excellent song. The best part of waking up is stupid girl. It's so catchy. It's like, damn, I want a cup of Starbucks bullshit now. Yeah, brother. How did everyone who drank Starbucks this week? I had a cup. You had a cup? Wait, do you go to Starbucks and get one of those juice, juice, uh, like syrup juice you can get? You mean a, yeah. a Kiragi? Yeah, a little frappuccangus. They're French. They're made with French slave labor. With a whipped cream on top? Oh, you got it with whipped cream? <laughs> yeah, whippy boy. No, but how does that everyone speak? So busy. I, I can't believe how busy I've been. And mm. I can't get into it because my mind is so busy. All right, you're just a busy bee. I'm not that busy. I just. Tom, you're like La- the Larry David of this show. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm the most Jewish. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Larry David is never really busy, but he's got a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know that's how I'm gonna start introducing. Welcome to Roast Morning Podcast. I am Larry David. <laughs> I am poor Larry David. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. You can't afford Starbucks every day. No, I can't. How about you, Mike? I had a pretty good week. I went fishing earlier this week. Oh, you fished? Did yeah. you catch any boys? Caught like a pretty nice spider crab and a and a rock. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was like really in like a giant fish. The guy was like, "Yeah, you're just like caught on a rock." I just felt mad, stupid. That's pretty sick. It's probably some South Shore boys like Yo, this yeah, fucking yeah. guy came catch a fucking rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mike, and you you live uh, basically next to the ocean. Yeah, and you don't fish. No, not at all. Hmm. Okay, I, I kind of want to get more into it. It's actually pretty. Like, I just hang out and drink, basically. But, let, but let's be real. Are you gonna get into it? I don't think so. Maybe yeah. later on when I get older. Yeah. Yo, Mike, you know there's a sick thing called wakeboarding? Like, you could be on the ocean. Yeah. And you could be, like, doing kickflips. But you have a reel in the water. Wow. I was going to do that while tubing. You know, yeah. see those big tubes and the big tire? No, you got a wakeboard, dude. How are you going to do fucking 1080 boys? You do that with a tube. That. All right. It's... Tube is unexplored yet. No one's ever seen someone do a 1080 on a tube. All right. Tube is like a segue <laughs> of the water. Like, come on. I was going to say a lazy boy that goes fast. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't take much to tube. <laughs> Travis, uh, I know you're dying for me to ask you this, but... Um, I thank you. How tall are you? Uh, I am... <laughs> I'm 8'5". I knew it. Yep. All right. How was your week, then? Oh, no. My week was good. 
I went to a giant uh, antique fair called Brim Brim Brimfield. Brim Brim Brimfields.com. <laughs> yeah. It's in Massachusetts. It's massive. And it was awesome. There was a lot of fucking cool shit. I was kind of pissed off because I found I, I kind of it's kind of hard for me to pull the trigger on things, you know? When you're looking around, you're oh, like, yeah. oh, so indecisive sometimes. Yeah, uh, uh. And within the first first fifteen minutes, I saw this eighteen millimeter porn with all these like there's ladies on there like. What was it like reels? Yeah, like eighteen millimeter reels of porn. Wow. And I was like, I should have bought that. You didn't but get it. I didn't. We could have been watching it right now. I know, right? We could have been putting it on, and and on the back there was in pen. It was written like. Two girls, one guy. I mean, what was happening? I don't know what was happening in it. <laughs> I mean, it's weird enough to think that sometimes when you're on the internet looking at pornography, that other people have watched it. Yeah. You know? It's uh, like, oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> now you have. Now imagine uh, getting it from like uh, cummy hands. From one <laughs> yeah. cummy hand to another. On a celluloid <laughs> yeah. strip. I feel mm. weird now. <laughs> you should yeah. feel weird, Mike. This uh, is just that kind of... Uh, Brim, I guess. All right, so Tom, who brim the Cumfield boy chopped it? All right, so the brimmer on the Cumfield tonight. <laughs> tonight, I am uh, bringing to the table someone who is truly awful, a horrendous individual, terrible, because that's his name. It's Ivan the Terrible. Wait, so this episode's like a softball. You know? Yeah, I mean, Tom, you're picking someone that's just terrible. Oh, so easy, this guy. Yeah, oh. whoa, look at this. Look at Tom, he's oh. a soft serve. Oh. oh, do you want to put the, the brown sprinkles on or the rainbow sprinkles? <laughs> terrible amounts of both. Wait, so we're doing Ivan the Terrible? Ivan the Terrible. Oh, come on, Tom. Look. I uh, thought you were my friend. I thought you could... I think you'd pick it up. I thought you'd be like, "Hey, look at me. I'm I'm Tommy the Tommy the research boy." Okay, well, I do like my research, but one thing I I will say this: when I saw Ivan the Terrible, I'm like, I know this guy's name. I don't know anything about him. Maybe he's not that bad. Maybe people just call them terrible. Okay. Maybe he had bad breath. <laughs> this is why he roasts people. Yeah. I don't. You know, honestly, I don't really know. I'm a history boy. I don't maybe know. Maybe he was teased. Uh, yeah, maybe it was Bullied. just like whoever wrote the history books just thought it was a catchy name. Like Joey Badass or Killer Mike. Or the- Travis Big Dick. Travis Big Dick, <laughs> right. But like dudes like Joey Badass and Killer Mike, they have those names. But in comparison to Ivan the Terrible, they're like George Thurgood impersonators at a bar mitzvah. Because <laughs> Ivan the Terrible was actually terrible. Um, what was he? Okay, so there was so no irony involved. It was just... No, no, it's straightforward. Just- and uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Okay. You know, I was doing research. Uh, uh, not surprised. <laughs> not surprised. So he waged war against his own people in the name of God, killing and torturing by the thousands. His rage knew no bounds, and his impact on the Russian society can still be seen today. Wait, are we talking about Putin? Well, that's Canadian. <laughs> no, the Russian Putin. Russian Putin? He, we, remember when we were trying to vote for our president last time and it, you showed up like fries with gravy? Oh. <laughs> oh, you mean Vladimir Putin? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, he was, he was, um, let's, let's put it this way. Putin looks like a chump compared to <laughs> Ivan. All right. But did Ivan ride a bear? Uh, with a shirt off and dig for archaeological gold. 
Probably. Yeah, probably. Right, I don't cool. know. Like, you know, there's a lot of reason. Learn. I Look, learn. Here, here we are. So let's talk about how he be. His birth was publicly prophesied by the Russian Orthodox Church. It was said that his father, Vasily III, would have an evil-ass son. Uh, Vasily was like, well, I'm still trying to pound. So Vasily and his <laughs> wife, Solomonia, they had been married and banging for about 20 years, but no rule whatsoever. So Vasily was kind of tired of doing the deed. And anal. He, so she was in anal now. She was only in anal. Yeah, so he, <laughs> but he basically decided to throw uh, the towel in on that wife and banished her to a convent. Uh, he remarried a Slavic Roman Catholic princess named Elena. So he switched from anal to vaginal. Anal to Elena. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Yes. The Boyers, at the time, hated this because they did not like Roman Catholics. So it rubbed them the wrong way. And a Boyer... Just to explain what's going on here. There's royalty. There's the elite in Russian. You have the princes. Those are number one. They didn't really have, like, what you would call a king. It was crown princes. And then it was their prince. So it was crown prince, prince, and then boyars, who were kind of, like, controlling smaller regions of Russia. But overall, the top honcho is the crown, crown prince. prince. Exactly. So, like, governors. They're, yeah, a bunch of gav Govna. Mm-hmm. So... Vasily said, fuck you, dudes. I'm consummating this marriage, and no one's going to stop me. That was a quote, actually. Shortly after, August 25th, 1530, Elena gave birth to her very first evil son, Ivan, during a fantastic thunderstorm. Oh, so he he put his dick in her during the thunderstorm, and then the baby popped out. During a thunderstorm. That's how you get an evil yeah. baby. You have sex during a thunderstorm. Yeah. yeah. yeah Do but- it doggy style during a thunderstorm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it turns out that just a few months after Vasily threw his old, less productive wife in the convent, she ended up giving birth to a son. So I kind of wish there was more story to this, but basically, Ivan, he was never supposed to be the crown prince ever mm-hmm. because th- I guess they didn't know how pregnancy worked. No. So, you know what I mean? Like, after 20 years of trying, I understand that Vasily got a little tired and was just like, I don't want to do this. I need ass. I need ass to my throne. Understand? <laughs> um, so, he gets rid of his wife, but she ended up having his baby just shortly after. And there's a prince we never even really knew about. Some man in the iron mask. Different Bastard setting. Child. Yeah. Wait, Crazy are you stuff. talking Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, but, I am. But nope. also, though, how do you know that um, the wife didn't just, like... Like, yo, this dude was just trying to fuck me in the butt the whole time. I need some vag action from, like, another dude. Well, we don't know that. We never know. It Mystery. There was, was a short enough time where the child that she gave birth to was most likely him. Oh, okay. Oh, this isn't working. And then seven months later, a baby pops out of her. Oh. Yeah. So, enough of that, because we're never going to find out that kid's name, and it doesn't more. matter. Dude, that is Maury time, 100%. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about queens at this point. <laughs> so, officially, with Vasily's lineage in good shape, he decided to unwind and go hunting with the boys more often. He kind of, like, kicked off his boots. He's like, wasn't the most active ruler in Russia at the time. Hmm. And on one of his many hunting trips, while riding his horse, Vasily felt a tremendous pain running through his legs. It turns out it was caused by a huge abscess on his hip, something I will never Google again. 
he immediately went to two German doctors where they told him that his abscess had become too infected and now his blood was infected. Dude, have you... Hold on. Can we stop here? Have you watched Dr. Pimple Popper? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. Have you? No, I've people... Watched it before, you watch yeah. it? Are you into it? No, but my sister's really into it. It's always women. They're yeah. so into watching pimples popping. I get chicks like sending me things like, dude, check this out. It's like a fucking boil that they're just like yeah. squeezing with like two fists. And I'm like, this is oh. disgusting. I don't know. What is it? Please tell me. Well, think about that, all you virgin males out there. If you're worried about your pimples, ladies would love to pop them. Yeah. 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 If you're a pimply virgin boy, you are getting action right now. You don't. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Pimple Popper. You don't realize how much of a hot commodity you are. Just go to the gym, leave your skin alone. In fact, don't shower after the gym. Yeah. Just get fucking pussy, dude. Become Braille. I wish I had, no, I wish I had pimples because my Tinder game would be way better right now. Tremendous. So anyway, he's got this giant-ass pimple. It's not working out. He's going to die, basically. So the two doctors remind him that it's only 1533, and medical science was basically bullshit, so he should go find a different place to die. Vasily packed up his (laughs) abscess and went back to Moscow, where he asked the Russian church to make him a monk before he passed away. They said okay, because, like, he's dying. Yeah. So we can make our crown prince a monk because he's just going to lay in this room. <laughs> he's not going to go fuck shit up. So anyway, December 4th, 1533, Vasily dies. Ivan is only three. Three, little boy. Yes, the terrible boy is only three at this point. We haven't even gotten into him yet. Oh, wow. So he's punching wall. He's punching holes in the drywall. He is drinking monster energy drink. Did you read my script? <laughs> I mean, I'm just imagining he's three years old. He's got so much power. It's like when you're three years old and your dad has a bunch of dirt bikes and he dies. <laughs> what? What? Like, what, what do you mean when he dies? Like your dad has a bunch of dirt bikes. He dies. Okay. And he also has like uh, he he Amazoned like seven pallets of Monster Energy drink. All right, and they're coming here, and he dies before <laughs> he the pallets dies. even show up. Yeah, yeah. and Untouched. then you're three years old, and your mom's like, I don't know, I don't want to breastfeed you because you're three. Um, this is Monster Energy drink. Dude, I, you don't I, need to walk. Like, just we have all these dirt bikes. Yeah, crawl faster. <laughs> <laughs> so with Daddy out of the picture, this made Ivan the Crown Prince right off the bat. Okay, Russia was losing its fucking mind. The highest authority in the land was a woman, which we know how Russians feel about women. Uh, let's put it this way. Russians are kind of jerks. Let's, oh, yeah. You know, uh, well, you they, know. Got, they got beautiful women, but for some reason, no man trusts us. They all, trust co- them. They all come Awful over people. here to marry our presidents. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Real strong men. So Elena did the best job she could holding on to her family's power imprisoning and killing anyone who spoke in opposition of her late husband's policies. That's how you do it. Dude. That's how you run a dynasty. Elena, she is queen fuck your shit up, okay? Yeah. I don't know what I was trying to say there, but you, <laughs> yeah. know what I, you know what I'm saying now. She's running a dynasty, in yeah. the words of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Uh, during this time, Ivan wasn't exactly terrible yet, probably because no one paid attention to him, but uh, his favorite book was the Bible. Uh <laughs> That turned out to be everyone's favorite book, but... (laughs) 
Oh, little bro, bro, remember John said Paul could go to what, what church. What other books they had back then? Like, Dude, there was like all kinds of Russian fairy tales about people with uh, skin and <laughs> <laughs> stories, I Mike, don't know, gold. Mike, what was your favorite book? Because that was probably the favorite book. Oh, Good Night like, Moon. Good Night Moon. Well, Good, good, good Night the Moon. Yeah, the Moon. Yeah, Good yeah. Night, night moon. the Moon. Very young. He started worshiping in church for like hours on end. That was his thing he would do in his free time. Like straight up kneeling there, being in the pews, praying. looking at the, the cross and the saints that were painted all around him. Not exactly great behavior for a kid because no one was forcing him into this. He's doing that Neil Flip 360. Yeah. <laughs> you, shouldn't give, you, you shouldn't give your children a pew because they will grind all over the place. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so a few years later, he picked up this really nasty habit of smashing his head on the ground repeatedly in front of religious statues. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. It was his own form of prayer. And for some reason, no adult in his life found this alarming. No one was like, hey, maybe we should stop this kid. He's just bashing his face on the ground over and over again. You know, he's the crown prince. But, uh, you know, you tap him on the shoulder the wrong way. And your mom, His mom throws you in jail and kills you. Exactly. You're murdered. It's a rough time. <laughs> this guy sounds smart. Yeah. So another one of Ivan's favorite pastimes, after praying and banging his head on the ground, <laughs> um, he would take his frustration out on small animals. Ooh. Rats, cats, dogs, squirrels, even bear cubs. Bear cubs. Yeah. There so, are humans without a thumb. And that are hairy. I don't know, dude. That's pretty much what a bear is, if you think about it. Psychologically <laughs> and mentally. You ever like you ever just like walk down the street and you see a guy who walks like a bear? Yeah. And you're like like this. Well with know. the the arms are up and their 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 hips are real wide for some reason. Are you talking about me? No, you walk like a man. Okay. You don't I get called a bear. Okay. So you get called a bear by some of our fans. I know I get called a bear, and I will just say this: one of my favorite compliments ever was, "I wish you played both sides of the field." A gentleman want to suck your penis? Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> I am not a bear, man. I'm a seal boy. Uh, um. But anyway. Uh, so. <laughs> all right. So usually boy. I have to work it back over here, but I see you're really done with this. You know, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really done with this. You're really done with that point. But so well, hold okay. on, hold on. If he's killing small animals, that's nope. like serial killer shit. Let me tell you how he did it. Okay. Because he did this in plain sight for everybody. Well, very well documented. Ugh. He would take them to the highest points of the Kremlin cathedrals and towers, and poke their eyes out. And toss him off, oh my God. off the top. Oh. And then he'd race down to the courts below and watch the animal die slowly. Here it comes. Here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude, yeah. that is Fox. Yeah. I feel like we all kind of know someone. Oh, I know someone. Like when that. you're a child that did that sick shit, though. This kid, Jesse, that went to my school, was doing that stuff. He oh, would, like, yeah. had like rabbits in his freezer. Oh, yeah. oh, that's good. And like his garage freezer he would kill in his backyard. Just kill him and throw him in there. Yeah, I mean, that we, is... we stopped hanging out with Jesse after that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is serial killer stuff. Yeah, yeah. that is. Oh, is Jesse in jail right now? Uh, I do not know. <laughs> I... But don't, we all don't do... kill me, Jesse, if you hear this. 
So it's like that that's serial killer shit and like I don't know, but I feel like there's always like some kid that's like, Oh yeah, my dad is a hunter. I'm a hunter and this is a squirrel I found. <laughs> <laughs> so in fifteen thirty eight, five years into Elena doing a pretty good job of all the heavy lifting and keeping the boyers in their place, some jerk gets away with putting some mercury in her borscht. Oh, Ivan watched his mother die slowly, in agony. The boyers then sentenced Ivan's only confidant to be skinned alive and displayed in Moscow Square. Oh, that's good. Oh, my God. That's a good way. Yeah, he was eight at that point. It's a good thing to do to someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you could guess, Ivan was not psyched on this at all. Total bummer. <laughs> These events basically created the most powerful orphan on the face of the planet. Oh, uh, so suck that, Annie. <laughs> uh, so they weren't allowed to put Ivan in jail or kill him because then the that would give other boyers grounds to start wars. Like Chef. Chef is the one they were worried about. Huh? Shaft? Sh- no, Chef was the one they were worried about <laughs> because Chef would go on to create one of the most amazing pastas. <laughs> In history. Oh, you. Oh, you mean she, the the boy R D. <laughs> yeah, the most yeah. the most impressive ravioli. Have you ever tried one of the most impressive raviolis to come out oh, of it's Delicious, right, Mike? You turn me on to hot pockets. Oh, hot pockets, <laughs> Chef Boy R D. I didn't know you could eat Chef Boy R D without heating it up. Yeah, dude, you don't dude, need to heat it up. Yeah, Mike is that. Mike's got that fucking chef palate over here. I know here. what to eat. Yeah, he does. <laughs> if, uh, yeah. Mike should start a blog about fucking. I should. Gray food, gas station food. So uh, these bar boyards are like, yo, I don't want this sun to catch on to the great pastas. Well, we yeah, have to keep them alive. Yeah, so the the, <laughs> the boyards, they're out there. They're going. <laughs> All right. Well, if you kill Ivan, I'm gonna declare war on you because he's our crown prince, and they're doing this at each other. You know, a lot of this finger shit. So everyone treated Ivan like shit. No one was friendly to him, but mm-hmm. no one could kill him, or else they declare war between the regions of Russia at the time. So Ivan spent his time hanging around the Kremlin, killing animals and banging his head on the floor, <laughs> oh I, I, like daily. The chef Boyardee's exposed Ivan to violence as they battled each other for power over the Kremlin. Ivan saw all kinds of dumb shit. Everyone killing each other around them, and they all treated Ivan like shit. Not able to kill him, though. They didn't really think he had the balls to do anything about it. I mean, if you have canned pasta, you could do anything, but not kill the king. (laughs) At the age of 13, Ivan graduated from torturing animals to killing people. Ah. Just after Christmas, Ivan invited the boyers to a banquet, and they watched in amazement as Ivan stood up and loudly accused them of taking advantage of his youth to further themselves. He declared that he held everyone responsible, and he would be satisfied with the blood of their leader, Prince... I can't say Andrew. Andrew. Prince... Prince Andrew... (laughs) Shusky. Shusky. So the, the boyers were like, oh shit. Um, he actually does have all the power, so we gotta listen to him. So dumbfounded by this whole act, they instantly got Ivan's guard to seize the prince, and he was thrown into an enclosure that was packed with starved hunting dogs, and that dude was ripped to shreds. Wait, oh what? Yeah. Wait, so Andrew was like, yo, dog, 
how you doing, dog? And like Ivan was like, yo, son, I got dogs. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you've done a great job of painting that picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, so the boyers were like, oh, shit, Ivan knows what he's doing now. This is not good. That's not, yeah, this is not good. Yeah. Andrew was in the wrong place at the wrong time. I feel like life was so much more intense back then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they I, didn't have YouTube, like, so. Back, like, if that was today, he would just unfollow him on, like, Instagram or something like that. Yeah, exactly. He'd not have be- mad followers. Like, he would following you, Andrew. Yeah. You're done. Yeah, no, I mean, like, they'd unfollow Andrew and be like, hey, guess what? That endorsement from Chef D that you got, it's gone. <laughs> you don't get free pastas anymore in Why? fans. Hold on. I'm looking for some type of new employment right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Chef Boyardee, get on me, at me, because we need to get on more influencers. Need new I don't want I don't want those influencers to go to the dogs, like Andrew. No, no, leave Andrew Chef out of Boyar it. Chef is going to come to their rescue. <laughs> well, the Boyars are now powerless. They're done. They're, they're toast. They know it. So they're just hanging back. And Ivan starts punching his way, even though he has nothing to punch, because no one's going to stop him, because he's... The crown fucking prince, you understand? <laughs> so little old Kyle. Right, Kyle. so so he's now he now feels like he has to fight for something. So what does someone who doesn't need to fight for anything do when they feel like they need to fight for something? Listen to P.O.D. Yes, I feel so alive! <laughs> and they drink too much. So Ivan became a heavy drinker, which I think it's actually illegal to not become a heavy drinker in Russia. But that's a different <laughs> podcast. Wait, but are you saying that I'm trying to fight for something that I'm not really trying to fight for? Because I drink too much. Well, okay, imagine this. What I'm trying to say is that Ivan is pissed off because the last 10 years of his life have been ruined by these boyers who are just stepping all over him and his power. Him not knowing that he was the ultimate power. Then he puts it together and he goes, oh, fuck, I'm going to fuck this system up. And the boyers are like, go right ahead. You know what I mean? Like this is like angry teenager phase uh, where yeah. there's nothing to be angry at. The teen angst, dude. Fuck you, or you won't do it and tell me. Fuck you, who won't do it and tell me. I got a backpack with Jan's port stickers on it. He's punching all the holes in his wall, the drywall. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, back then it was all stone and punching all the stone. <laughs> Travis, may I backtrack for a second? Uh, so you had a Jan's port backpack with other Jan's port. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, patches all over yes, it. I was, I was the Jansport boy. They called me the Jan Man. <laughs> so, I was a big old Jan Man back then. Yeah, so Ivan feels like society has, has wronged him. <laughs> he feels like society has totally wronged him, even though he is society. So him and his gang of potato heads start walking the streets. They steal from people. They're raping women. Ivan would often get rid of his victims and witnesses by hanging them publicly. Oh, that's oh my cool. God. So imagine like that guy knocks on your door. He's like, yo, give me that TV. You can have it, man. That's like, don't hang me, dude. <laughs> Wait, and by TV, you mean vagina. Yeah. That's... Well, that's what they call it in Russia. <laughs> TV. 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 Uh, TV. TV. Oh, TV. We have flat screen. Yeah. <laughs> DVD player not included. He is the divine prince, so you cannot fuck with this gentleman. You understand? Uh, so yeah. he believed that uh, he, because of all of his prayer and the time he had spent in church banging his head on the ground, he started to believe that he was a vessel for God to speak through. Was he the first headbanger you think about? Um, 
technically. I mean, they didn't invent music till like 1940-something, <laughs> so... <laughs> Mm, yes. <laughs> well, he definitely invented the head headbanger's ball. Yeah. <laughs> we got this divine prince who believes that all the raping and stealing and murdering he's doing is actually just God. Wait, so he's raping in the name of God? Yeah. That's that's different. Yeah, he's like, well, I feel like doing this at the moment. Must be God. Prayed enough. Yeah. God likes me. He's speaking through me. My inhibitions are that of God alone. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> so even though he was like king shit, the boyers are still kind of in the picture. And while he's out there raping and stealing flat screen TVs, which is also raping, as we've just discovered, <laughs> uh, the boyers kind of slip back into power and they're like, okay, he's not actually doing anything. So let's, uh, you know, fuck with these Russian people. Let's get our lands. Let's let's tax people. Let's be assholes. Yeah. Well, uh, hold on. I mean, he, I mean, if you would say, like, do unto others as you would do unto you, is that the thing in the Bible, right? Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Is that how it goes? That's no, exactly. Tom, tell me how it goes. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's what the Bible says. I mean, I think that actually a preschool teacher said that first, but the Bible's same thing. Yeah, Broble says that, so it's like, I don't know, maybe you're into butt fucks. Do unto others as you would do unto you. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. Kicking it's still and, rape. It's kicking still and rape. screaming and yelling. Nyet, nyet is like definitely <laughs> grounds to not do yeah, that. Yeah, no, so, no, no, I'm but, not. I'm just trying to see how Christianity is fucked, and I'm just trying to figure out how that he would be the good Christian. Uh, well, he is the good Christian according to himself. He's the best Christian on the face of the planet. Okay. Now the other Christians are like, please don't kill me, so they're not worried about him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. They just don't want to be killed. So the boyers, they're super corrupt. They're rigging the system in their favor, taking opportunity to shit on Russian lower class as often as possible. Whenever someone representing the people would try to engage Ivan and be like, hey, uh, got a problem with uh, the way the boyers been treating us. Ivan would go, fuck off, man. I'm doing butt stuff. You know? (laughs) This is offensively great. I love this. <laughs> so good. So yeah, one day uh, he's on a hunting trip because you know you got to hunt when you're there. Uh, what was he hunting for? Russian bears? Dude, they just went out to fuck shit up. You know yeah. this guy. He he liked to kill animals, any yeah. kind of animals. And now he's got heavy artillery. He's got them fifteen thirty guns, which like take probably forever to get <laughs> to fire. So you just go out with a spear or an axe. Oh, matchlocks, my favorite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he's on this hunting trip in Novgorod, which we'll come back into the story later. That's very important in Ivan's historical uh, impact in Russia. He was approached by 50 counselors with a petition of complaints, begging him to relieve them of the boyer's oppressive measures. So we got 50 dudes who kind of stop him in the woods. They're just like, Ivan, hey. You're the best guy out there. You're the best. Really? You know who's not the best? Boys. <laughs> Can you do something about this? So not only did he refuse to listen to them, his paranoia and his rage brought him to the conclusion that these men were certainly out to kill him. So he had all of them decapitated. Oh! Yeah. Leave no survivors. <laughs> That's yeah. like you're walking down to, to uh, Mike, you're walking down the street to get your favorite cup of Starbucks oh, with, yeah. with whipped cream. With cream. And someone asks you, hey, uh, do you know if I could park here on Sundays? And I just kill him. And you just kill him. Just pull out a gun and shoot him. You, you want to take my cream. <laughs> I get super offended. 
Mm-hmm. You insult me and my whipped cream by asking for my parking spot? Yeah, he came to cream, dude. Yeah, exactly. So, um, But also, like, no, for real, though. I mean, let's let's rationalize this. Mike, you showed me the light of Hot Pockets. I came back into the light. I was ex- accepted. said, so this is... Boring. No, I said, this is... Boring. The- you found your true path, Travis. I, I, do, I did. I found my true path. Tom has not found his true path. Therefore, off with his head. Exactly. I don't need it. Yeah, Hot Pocket. I should bring Hot Pockets next time. You should. Yeah. Please. So shortly after this, Ivan saw something in the Boyers that he wasn't into anymore. So he went into giving them all the power they wanted to being like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> He wanted to claim as much power as he could. He was, like, he was like, I don't trust you guys. I'm going to take it all. So in court, he told all the Boyers to... St- Stop scrolling down Reddit for a few minutes while he made an announcement. <laughs> and he demanded a new title, which was the Tsar of Russia. Wait, he was the first Tsar? Yes, he was. Oh. At this time in history, the title Tsar in Russia had not been used at all. The title actually translates to Caesar in Russian. Yeah. And Ivan justified it by explaining his genetic makeup made him directly dis, uh, a direct descendant of the Roman Emperor Augustus, which was not true. That's not true at all. Yeah. But <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to argue with the guy who kills you over uh, a parking spot? Yeah. Yeah, sure. You're Zod. You, you have one of those Jeeps you can park on the grass. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. So if you ever wondered where the term Zar came from, it's... The terrible guy. It came from a Jeep owner. A, a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> came from a Jeep owner. So well, that, that's interesting. So he is the first czar of Russia. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. That's, that's very cool. This is what I was saying about before. We've all heard this term, Ivan the Terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we don't know dick about Ivan the Terrible. And that's why you come here to Roast Mortem Podcast. And you find out shit. And then you tell your mom. And then she tells you to leave. <laughs> I did not know. Hey, mom. I did not know this was Tsar Russia. You can you can tell all your friends that I didn't know about it. Mm. <laughs> you can go to get your nails did. Like, hey, guess what? My boy didn't know about Tsars. <laughs> <laughs> so now we got we, we got this terrible guy, right? He's terrible, just awful, right? My Larry David just came out right there, just awful. So not doom doom doom, but doom doom doom. So not long after he takes uh, the title of Tsar, he gets to choose his first wife. Anastasia, ah. in a traditional Russian ceremony for royalty called Smotrini. That means uh, you stick it in the butt before it's, the vag. What was it called? Smotrini? Smotrini. Smotrini. Yeah, I think I pronounced it. Thank you for Smotrini. All right, I so, pronounced it wrong the first time. Oh, instead of lubricant, you, you, you use caviar in the butt. So, uh, well, let's put it this way. Um, Flavor. Beans. I don't ask a lot of questions in my presentations. What do you think Smotrini is? Russian mail-order wife. Close. I'm thinking caviar lube anal. Mmm. But I just already already said it. Yeah, you did. So, what this is, is um, all the young virgin princesses that are around the age 12 to 13 get paraded in front of him. Now, it's not just princesses. It's merchants and people who want to marry into royalty. They bring their daughters. Busty bitches. Check it out. Look at my daughter. Yeah, and Ivan sits on a fucking stool. He's got one leg out. You can see the bottom of his uh, Osiris shoe. <laughs> he's like, he's drinking oh his God. monster and his fucking vodka. 
And uh, he picks Anastasia, which was actually the best thing that ever happened to him because they were happy together. Believe it or not, Ivan was not abusive to to her whatsoever. Really? Yeah. So she was into dirt bikes and punching holes in walls. <laughs> I feel so alone. Yeah. For the very first, we are, we are, we are, Anastasia. We're the youth of a nation. We are, we are, we are. Yeah, so they were the youth of the nation. I mean, uh, Ivan being about 20 at this point and his wife being 13. <laughs> The youth of the nation. Extra youth of the nation. Yeah, think about it, P.O.D. (laughs) So uh, he really liked this 13-year-old. She kept him in order. Yeah. All of a sudden, his cruelty like kind of faded away. He's like, what's up? She found the soft spot. Yeah. Whipped! So, yeah, he was whipped, and she was cool. So not only did he like her, everyone else in Russia liked her. Yo, that's a keeper. Yeah, she's keeping him happy so she didn't kill anyone. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I like my head. Keep that lady, mm-hmm. please. He called her his little heifer. Oh, that means little cow. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't translate here, but <laughs> no, not uh, so much. He didn't drink as much while they were married. Uh, therefore, he didn't rape as much. So, so that means that he's in the POD officially. He's a Christian man. He had dreadlocks. They were mad sick. They went all the way back. Uh, he went to all the fish concerts. Yeah. yeah. So shortly after the marriage, Ivan noticed for some reason that Moscow was on fire a lot. Like actually on fire or just. No, no. I, I, I'm talking about he. They got married and he's doing his honeymoon thing. And then. <laughs> smell that. Oh, burnt. Yeah. Well, Russia was plagued by uh, fire because it was made of dry wood and the people were dying by the thousands and Moscow was overrun with homeless people because it, it was a it was a nightmare. So like any good leader, he believed that the fires were punishment from God for his past sins and decided to pray them away. He did it publicly, too. He packed out Moscow's Red Square, which existed long before communism, yeah. if you did not know that. And apologized to the people for his previous actions and said he was going to straighten up. And he, he was also like, I got the boyers under control now. And we're going to come together. Moscow, we're going to be the coolest place in the world. I'm guessing that that's not what happened, though. Well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Wait, but also he's trying to pray away the fires. He's trying to pray away the fires. I mean, that's that's like number one. Like every time there's a school shooting in the States. Let's just pray for him. Um, one that, like equals that one works, prayer. man. What? One like equals one prayer. Yeah, one mm. like you and like one prayer. Like it on Facebook. Yeah, you don't even have to like think about anything. You just like it now, uh. dude. Just pray about it. He reformed a new government. It was a council of intellectuals, sober people, and high priests. His goal was to unite Russia and take power away from the local nobility that plagued the Russian people, i.e., the boyars, boyardies, boyardies, right. Yes. Uh, he started a new elite army called Strelt C. Not so easy, Tom, huh? What are you going <laughs> to do? Next week, Tom does John Lennon. It's oh hard God. when you do old, weird old people's different languages. <laughs> it's different. That's true, Travis. But um, I actually, it was just a typo here, and I was remembering. All right, yeah, you're just remembering yeah. that, right? Look, pronounce it again for me. Uh, Streltsy. Yeah, that's cool. All mm-hmm. right, if you're Russian, please talk to me personally. <laughs> Be like, Tom is not right. 
So he demanded that all Russian territories now adhere to the same laws across the board. So there was no he, he could check in on the boyers and be like, yo, your taxes can't be that high because I said so. I make the rules here. So he began to trade with England, Sweden, and Holland, which was great for Russia because they were pretty isolated at the time. So Ivan the Terrible did some pretty gnarly things for the globalists. Ah, oh. he's trying to improve I, the economy. Yeah, I guess so. He's just like one of those like globalists. He's like, guess what? New world order. I love it, dude. Guess what? Uh, I'm just gonna trade with everyone, bro. Yeah, dude, have you ever like played hacky sack, but like it's millions of dollars and you just throw it around the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good shit. The point I'm trying to drive home here, which I don't know if I've done because I've been drinking American beer, is that Ivan for a while was not so bad. Clean up his act. Ivan's on top of the world. He's up in the boyer shit. He's killing it. He's taking over new territories. He's actually expanding Russia. If you look at the map which I know you're definitely not going to because you just take our word for it. <laughs> He's basically making Russia way sicker than it was. Wait, is he giving that fat-ass bod that, like, Russia has now where, like, it's, like, hanging off on Asia? He was, like, work- <laughs> he worked on that, man. He worked. He chipped his way in. Oh, He got a shit. bunch of that totally worthless piece of land that is now big Russia. Hey, there <laughs> is some worth... In there, those are like Himalayan throat singers. <laughs> That's not a... Himalayan, Mongolian. <laughs> those are two different ones. Those Himalayan was the first one. Himalayan, right? yeah, it's a very uh, different say, style. It was different. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I, I mix up the styles. No, no, it, I, it's good. So basically, we got Ivan. He's being super sick about shit. He is killing it. But then he got too sick. In 1553, Ivan got dangerously ill. You know what I'm talking about? Like, he couldn't even get out of bed. Like, BC boys ill. So sick. <laughs> so he asked all the boyers to swear their undying allegiance to his son, Dimitri, just in case he died. Wait, so he porked someone and, like, had a baby? Oh, well, he, Anastasia. Oh, so he, he was, like, he was, like, busting in it. Yeah, he did it. <laughs> he did it. He actually got laid. Um, with a woman who wanted to have sex with him, oh, he, wow. with a man with a with a who who looked like a he his head was a Klingon's head because yeah. he had been bashing it on the ground for years, oh just God. being split apart and and all calloused. Um, did 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 he think that his her vagina was drywall? No. <laughs> no, no. Well, then I guess he wouldn't ever had a baby because he thought, if he maybe... thought it was drywall, he wanted to bust right through it. You know what I mean? Uh, uh. I see. You know? No, no, they had consensual sex, and uh, with that came their their son, Dimitri, and when he was sick, he's like, hey, boyers, I might die, because it's only 1553, and we die all the time. Yeah, shit was sketchy back then. Yeah, exactly. You got the flu. Sketchy. You stub your toe, you might you be dead. Die, yeah. You might turn around and be dead. You just die out of nowhere back then. You might forget to just put on your cape or something, go yeah. outside and get a chill up your spine, and you're dead. <laughs> That's how Russia rolled. So the boyers, at first, they kind of refused this. You know, he's like a baby baby. Like, we had you at three. (laughs) So we're we're, going to refuse at first. But then, like, Ivan's like, no, no, you have to. So they did. Off off of the head. Yeah, the boyers are like, oh, yeah, undying allegiance to baby Dimitri. (laughs) But he never really forgot this. Why does he just get rid of the boyers? Well, the thing is, is that... 
this is during the time where Anastasia's got him all in check, you know? Um, where he's, he's, he, he's not killing anyone right now. Because he's found the love of his life, and he has he has something to live for, and he understands that now. And he okay, doesn't want. Okay. He's not really into killing right now. Right, not his back. He's like stupid. <laughs> A few weeks later, Ivan just kind of felt fine. He was like, "Oh, I guess I didn't have to die, and now I'm not dead." This few weeks later, he's walking back. Uh, he, him, and his family are walking to one of the chapels to praise God for Ivan's recovery, and. A nurse who was taking care of Dimitri dropped him in a river, and he drowned oh, to death. Shit. Oh, yeah, one yeah. job. <laughs> Hold the this royal baby, baby to kill. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. How do you fuck that up? Yeah. Just hold the baby. Oh, well, she did. It was definitely planned. She definitely was like, "Fuck this baby." Nah, dude. Think about that. Because then she's just dead. Dude, babies can squirm, but like, don't hold the squirmy baby over a river, yeah. you idiot. And he was set up by the boyers. Well, for that, we don't know. I'm and just I, saying, this I'm is a dumbass nurse. Uh, you know, I'm sure her head came off and all that shit. <laughs> but uh, for the next this 13 years that he was married to Anastasia, it was pretty, uh, pretty nice. However, in 1560, Anastasia became violently ill and passed suddenly. Like, oh, no. Out of nowhere. Did she get Papa John's-isms? She got... The Papa John shakes. Uh, better ingredients. We need to turn, <laughs> we need to, turn to Sabaros. <laughs> oh my god, we're Sabaros now, and we've passed over into the next realm. <laughs> we are now Sabaros angels. Yes, so now Sabaros are popping up all over Russia. <laughs> Not only was Ivan thrown back to his old mad ways, but the civilians, regents, and boyers knew that their mother Russia... Of stability was pretty much gone. Like, oh fuck! Yeah, <laughs> mm. Ivan saw God taking away his beautiful Anastasia as cruel and irrational, and he never really lost that whole thing where he thought that he was acting for God. He still believed that to an extent. So he was like, "Well, if God's cruel and ir- irrational, I'm gonna start being cruel and irrational." Yeah, makes sense. that makes Can't sense. Beat him, join him, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, okay. I'm gonna say this thing and. I would love for any of our roasty boys to reach out to me and say I'm a dickhead. But when you see like a hobo, do, do I count? You're a dickhead. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even fucking say anything. Don't laugh. Yet. Don't laugh. I didn't even say. I didn't even say anything, dude. Okay. So if you see a hobo on the street, homeless man. Sorry, I don't mean to be uh, insensitive. Rude. Insensitive. You're a dick. Yeah. Okay. I'm a dick, right? So you see a hobo on the street, and they've got a sign that says like. God bless, give me money. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, dude, where's your God? Where's your God? You're oh, on the... You're, oh, on, you're on the... Damn, yeah. you sound 13. Exactly. You are such a dick, yo. I'm like, where's your God? You're on the street. You're sleeping like a little bum. This is what this guy is like. Oh, well, God's dick. I'm a, uh, in it. You know, that's a real thinking man's point. Guess what? I'm a dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks for showing to the roast mortem episode, Bill Hicks. <laughs> so his paranoia returns, and he believed that someone had poisoned his Anastasia, like his dear mother. Wait, his mom is still chilling? No, his mom had died. Remember, she was poisoned? I feel like they did oh. that a lot back then, too, poison each other. Yeah. But they're all sneaky fucks just roaming around. I'm surprised Russia's even a place anymore. They should have just, yeah. they could have all poisoned each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vodka. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Ivan's rage overtook him. 
He began banging his head on the floor even more, and he started breaking furniture all all over the Kremlin. He then took it to the next level by having entire royal families destroyed. All right, so I'm thinking royal rumble, rumble, tables, ladders, and chairs. Going yeah. right now. Yeah, pretty much. But no one can leave, and no one wants <laughs> no. to be there. Like, imagine, imagine, uh, yeah, tables, ladders, Cage and chairs, uh, but to death. No one can leave, and the audience might be killed also. Um, he believed his entire new government was plotting against him, and he had every member of that new uh, new government killed or imprisoned Jeez. and then killed. And he kind of liked it. Oh, he was I, like, I feel young again. I feel young. Found a youth. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're the youth of the nation again. <laughs> the prisons overflowed as Ivan's mission to rid himself of anyone who knew his past, erasing all memory of his childhood and his years of Anastasia. So he didn't want anyone to know anything about him. That's weird. Because he's the king. Yeah. So anyone anyone he had interfaced with, he made sure to kill. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Servants. Dead. Fuck. Everyone's just dead. If you knew me when I was younger, if you served Anastasia and me, we're dead. I'm moving on. I'm. A, it's a new me. It's new Ivan. Dude, this is so. A, so imagine the whole Kremlin getting. He killed. is. A, he is basically the. I mean, you said this is the first czar. Yes. Right. But I'm gonna double down. Say this is the first influencer. If you knew me wow. before I had an Instagram account, you're dead to me. <laughs> you're dead to me because basically right now I'm endorsing bee singing my face. Wow. For Botox. I, mean, I don't want to pay for Botox, but uh, Goop, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's group, wants to be sting my face. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow wants to sting everyone in the face. <laughs> that Well, the, she tried it first on Seal. He ran away. <laughs> yeah. So he's the first influencer. He wants to kill everyone he's ever known mm. for his publicity. Yep. What a selfish bastard. Yeah. Thanks, I, Mike. That is what I wanted. <laughs> Fuck influencers. Dude, we need him. No, we, we need them. No, we don't. How are you going to know what to think like? I don't want to know how are I we, think like. I don't know how to be like. Thanks, Mike. That's the the first influencer ever was AJ from the Backstreet Boys when he wore a cowboy hat in a boy band. First influencer. That's pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty sick. That's mm-hmm. cool. I wear cowboy hats now because of that. I know. You're a cool guy. Mark mm-hmm. S. Brownlee, only influencer I appreciate. Because he has lots of phones? Yeah, he has a lot of phones. <laughs> that's, and he has communication. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to do a little bit of uh, trekking through Ivan's married life from here on out. Because he got married a few more times. Oh, yeah? So I'm just going to talk about all the wives really quickly. And then uh, we'll go back in history a bit. In 1561, he married a Caucasian beauty named Maria Temrikonov. But he grew tired of her quickly. How's her tits? I don't know. I really don't. Come on, Tom. This is a well, he grew research-based t- podcast. I know. I forget. Look, I, I messed it up. Give me a, give me a size. Estimate. All right. Uh, for those of you at home, look at my hands. <sighs> oh, 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 okay. Those size, right. Tom. Yeah, you understand? Well, cool. All right. All right. Um, he grew tired of her and then would just like, you know, do the whole prostitute and start raping people again behind her back or just right in front of her. It didn't matter. Uh, she ended up dying in 1569. And then he married a Martha Sobakin, who was a merchant's daughter, but she died two weeks later for some reason. Ivan's fourth wife was, hang in here with me, uh, Anna 
Koltos Vodkia, who he sent to a coven, uh, a coven in 1575, never to talk to her again. He married a fifth time to Anna Wasil Chikarua, who was soon replaced by Wasilia. Mm, I'm fucking all this up. Tom, it's not Melan- that easy, right? Oh <laughs> boy, look at you. Melantiwa. No, no, Melantiana. Uh she foolishly took a lover behind his back, he found out. So Oh god. So she uh she was impaled outside of her lover's window. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Teddies and all? Yep. Uh after after his seventh wedding day, Ivan discovered that his new bride, Maria, I'm not even going to try this last name, was not a virgin. <laughs> he had her drowned the next day. What? Oh God. Yeah. The next wife, another Maria, who he married, actually outlived him. Nice. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Good on her. I'm just saying, all right, the one that was, that he drowned because, I don't know, the, the, the other one said that you died, that they died, like, that... Did he kill her them or did they, they So the first one she di- she died but of mysterious causes. So he killed her pretty much. <laughs> and then so the, all the other ones he killed. He pretty much killed. I mean he he sent one to a convent uh, the convent. Yeah. He was nice to her. Um the one that he drowned because he found out that um she, she had, wasn't a virgin. Right. Like honestly dude grow the fuck up because like yeah, you know, virgins. That's are you, not are cool. you try- All right, hold on one second. Travis, I know you're pretty drunk right now. Are you trying to tell the first czar of Russia from the 1500s how to live? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Guess what? I am. Because I don't think anyone has the resources to live like this. So who are you preaching to? I'm preaching to the first czar of Russia, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I'm trying to preach to him and be like, hey, guess what? Verge. Like, that's cool for you, but, like, you know what? Get experienced. <laughs> it's like, all right, all right. If you, had the Bur- if you had the Burger King kids, you might have, you know the Burger King kids? Yeah. Um, uh, one, one eyeball, and then... They had every we- single race. Wheelchair. Yeah, so it's like having the Burger King kids, but and without... Mac. But without the wheelchair kid. Oh, wow. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like... They kind of represent everyone, but they don't represent everyone. No. So it's like it's kind of like banging the virgin. Like they haven't re- they haven't seen everything. Yeah. I'm happy the Burger King kids aren't around today. I never heard of that Burger King kids. You're too young, Michael. No, yeah. you're young. Child. I know McDonald's the burglar. The burglar and grimace. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. So it's like the grimace except he didn't rape children. Yeah. <laughs> so even though Ivan was absolutely ruthless, to everyone around him during this time, he left the lower class alone. Really? So the common man didn't really feel any of the effects of his rage. He made it a point to only prey on royal families, boyers, and clergymen. That's pretty funny. I, I mean, it's pretty fucked up, but it's kind of funny. Well, I guess you... I, I, I congratulate him for punching up. Yeah. Because... At least he wasn't taking out on the fucking yeah. poor people and shit. Yeah, that does change, though. So, uh. Oh, okay. So he's going to go after these feudal children. He will. In 1564, he secretly moved from Moscow to Alexandrovskia, which is a, a city outside of, of Moscow, which was considered to be pretty weird because not only was he the Tsar of Russia, but... People saw him as the embodiment of the state. You weren't supposed to leave 
the crown, the the throne at that point. The right. throne being the Kremlin. He published two open letters to the Kremlin. Uh, in one, he accused the elite of embezzlement and treason, and in the other, he wrote to the common man about how much he loved his country and how his people um, were the best thing he had ever even laid eyes on, and he was going to fix all this shit. He's like, I'm going to get rid of these boys. I'm going to do the right thing. So the Russian people ate it up, and once again, Ivan was a cool guy. Oh, cool guy Iv. Yeah. Little Ivy boy. Yeah, so the boyers are like, oh, fuck, we're probably going to get even more of killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, Ivan's pissed. Yeah. A year later, Ivan returned to Moscow with his clique of burly dicks. Wait, the burly dicks are the poor people? No, no, like his, his right-hand men. Oh, right-hand right men. So they have, have burled the dicks. Yes. They are firm, but they have barbs. Mm-hmm. A massive crowd gathered to greet their beloved czar. He was only 34 at this time, but his face looked like shit, and everything else about his men looked like shit, like they had been doing something, uh. because they were out hunting all the time and weathering themselves. <laughs> so he had, like, some Keith Richards leather, leather face. Yeah, kind of it, it was a bit of that, but he was bulkier, and also, keep in mind, Ivan never stopped smashing his face on the ground. <laughs> so he was Lumpy boy. A hamburger so, meat face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, was, he was White Castle all day. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, you know when someone makes a peanut butter cookie, and they stick the fork on the on the top of the cookie. Have you ever seen that? No, I'm not that fat. Wait, wait, wait. Well, I am fat. I am fat, so I understand cookies. And so anyone out there, someone people leave a fork mark in their cookie, and it looks like it looks like a Klingon head. Oh, so yeah. I'm imagining this wrinkled, but maybe the, instead of being at hard rimp, wrinkles in his forehead, it's like flat gelatinous. Oh well, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because it was hard and calloused because oh. of how much he was hitting it. Um, to his people, he then proclaimed that he was going to divide Russia in half. On one half would be the Zemshina, which would remain as it was, which was all the people would live there. So anywhere that poor people lived, that was considered Zemshima. But then the other half, it was called the Oprichana. I'm going to take that one again. And the other half was called the Oprichana, in which Ivan would take all the elite class, the boyers and regents, and show them how terrible he really could get. Oh, oh my god. He had removed the boyers from their respective villages and was going to show them how to party hard. Party, boys. To uphold the rule in Oprichnini, he created the first Russian military state police, which were the Oprichniki. Tom, I am so lost right now with these Opajamamis <laughs> and... Like, are we in Bed Bath and Beyond right now? And we're, we're looking at like candle names. You're, you're in Jumanji right now. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just happened that way. Abachamiki and the Papajanianis. So imagine, like, just to break it down, he's got the he's got the state where he leaves the people alone, but then he's got this other state where uh, in, in the Kremlin, he's he's basically wants to. Um, and, and normal people do live here, too, but this is where the, the majority of royal people So live. it's like the purge in Washington, D.C. It sounds worse because the police rode around in Moscow wearing all black robes, carrying broomsticks with severed dog's heads impaled on the end of them, oh warning, warning citizens that any treacherous act would result in capital punishment. 
Not like it mattered that much because the Oprichni would impose fines for anyone for anything they felt like doing. This was oh, not sucks. really the police. This was just people out there to fuck shit up. Fuck uh, shit up, bro. Fuck hardcore. They would pillage. They would rape. They would torture. They hardcore. The, they would burn down anything they wanted to. Uh, and the people couldn't do anything about it because it was made a law that speaking out against the Oprichniki was a crime punishable by death. Oh, that's good. Oh, my God. So these people were running around, killing, raping, stealing all the cookies in the cookie jar. Yeah. And you just have to let them do that, too. You yeah. have to. Yeah. Uh, during that first year, it's estimated that 10,000 members of nobility died and 12,000 families were forcibly relocated as their lands were seized from them. Ooh. Pretty intense. Uh, that's my land now. This is going to be turned into a 7-Eleven. That's going to be turned <laughs> into a subway. That's going to be turned into a nail salon. You know, dude, I would love to see what you would do with all this power. Oh, my God. Would dude. you kill me? No, you'd be alive. You'd How be long? Like, How long? No, you, you'd be there till the end, man. All the all my bros would be there till the end. Would until, you kill me, Travis? Uh, yeah. I'm saying all my bros would be there till the end until you talk to shit about my like shrimp factory that I built. You don't need a shrimp factory. It just comes out of the sea. All right, guess what? Uh, <laughs> my, my dogs are going to come after you. And you have legs right now, but you won't have legs later. And they're all St. Bernard's. They all look like they came out of the movie, uh, well, St. Bernard's Day Off. What's that movie? <laughs> Beethoven? Beethoven. St. Bernard's Day Off. Beethoven. Ivan's anxiety had now taken him to the next level in sanity. He was said to have rarely slept. His delusions ran wild as he thought his enemies were continuously approaching him. Also, he kept this Dutch adventurer... Around name Bomelius. Oh, Bomelius, my my boy, Bomelius. <laughs> Bomelius. Uh, yeah, he kept this dude around, and he claimed to be a doctor of magical sciences. Um, why wouldn't you keep Bomelius around? I mean, that sounds uh pretty cool. I like Bomelius, dude. W- like, all right, so okay, so imagine if you are our boy Ivan right now. Like, hey, I have this guy named Chris Angel. okay guess what he has a chain wallet you're gonna keep him around oh he's on the chain wallet yeah that's a good point but melius would reinforce ivan's paranoia by reminding him of his non-existent enemies and probably by doing some chain wallet stuff yeah chain like guess what oh your wallet's on the chain guess what it's off the chain wow (laughs) that shit is off the chain yeah so ivan moved out of the Kremlin once again, back to the palace he had built built in Alexandrovskia, which I'm totally fucking up again. And he created a sinister fortress to live in. Some of the rooms were lavishly decorated. Others were just hoarder rooms where he put all of his books and manuscripts that he said he read that he didn't. Other rooms were holy rooms for prayer and head-hitting. And the rest oh of the God. rooms were basically dungeons designed for torture. I'm... Assuming those were synonymous for his bathrooms. You know what I think it is? I think he has a gnarly headache all the time because he's constantly smashing his face into a wall. So he's always angry. You know I what know. I mean? I never want to kill someone while, while I had a headache. Maybe he's just trying to take his anger out. He doesn't know why his head hurts so much. True. 
Yeah, I mean, after this episode, I might want to get Domino's, and then I wouldn't want to hit my head on the wall. <laughs> this is like an opposite. Ivan picked 300 of his most aggressive Oprichniki and decided to call them the monks. He was now the self-proclaimed abbot. And this is how their days went. They'd wake up. All the boys would, you know, stretch out, drink a cup of coffee. Uh, they'd bang their heads on the ground for about four hours. Oh. They'd take a small lunch break, then nap, then get drunk. Then Ivan bangs his head on the ground until it's bloody. <laughs> And in a drunken state, reads some sermon of Christian values. And this, Ivan would bring in the entertainment, in which usually was torture. Oh, wait, uh, what was entertainment as torch? Yeah, after his, after his bloody sermon, he would bring in uh, people to torture. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, he didn't love, not only was he into torturing people himself, he loved to watch it. He was like the guy from Saw, kind of. Yeah. You're watching Demon Souls for hours. Mm -hmm. Or Dark Souls. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. After watching some good, clean family torture, Ivan would go into his private chapel and pray, or rape. One of those. To wrap up his day, he would either either throw a rape orgy or just kill people. Oh. Oh. And, uh, man, he can kill. So some guy he didn't trust named Prince Boris Talupa offended Ivan, probably by accident. So with a large stick, Ivan impaled him through his anus. Oh my god. And it came out of his neck. And to everyone's surprise, the prince managed to survive the impalement. So Ivan called for the prince's mother to be fetched so she could check this shit out. <laughs> oh. Come take a look. Come take a look. Yeah, look at this look guy. Is that your son? Yeah, check out your son. It's different. He went through his anus. And oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. The prince survived for 15 hours. Wow, oh. that's a long time. And they were just kind of calling him names and poking him with sticks. Look at this guy. Yeah. Eventually, he died from the trauma. And when he passed, Ivan had his mother taken by 100 men to be raped and beaten to death. Yeah, that was common. Oh. Couldn't leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What'd she do? She didn't do anything. Just related, man. He's all about yeah. killing families, you know? Oh, He's got to do the whole thing. He's got to always up the game. Oh, that's great. The head of the Russian Orthodox Church, which is my favorite character, just by name, his name is Metropolitan Philip. <laughs> Metropolitan <laughs> Philip? Yep. Yeah, this is totally what Jesus would have done. Maybe we can brighten up these torture chambers a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, your, his mother was raped a uh, hundred times? Maybe she should do it like 300 times. Yeah, well, who am I? Virgin Mary? What is that? But Metropolitan Philip, he's a people's people. And people like him. So Ivan was furious that someone had questioned his ways, but Ivan knew more than to fuck with Metropolitan Philip at this moment. <laughs> Metropolitan. Yeah. <laughs> so he. <laughs> so he he let Metropolitan Philip off with a warning. Oh. But then, he a, out. yeah. But then a few months later, Metropolitan Philip, being <laughs> being a man of the church, had discovered that Ivan had let all 300 of his monks wear hats while celebrating mass. That son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> fucking bastard. So he foolishly knocked on Ivan's door was just like, you can't do hats in church. That's like one thing that Russians don't do. No hats. So Philip was arrested, and uh, he was strangled to death by his right-hand man, 
Wow. Maluta Skruatov. Wait, he was strangled to death because someone wore a Yankees cap into a Russian synagogue. <laughs> yeah, all of his Fred Durst were in church. Yeah. <laughs> and Phil and Ivan's up there banging his head on the ground and reading from the good book. All you had to do was use the official colors. You should have used navy and white. And you chose red and white. <laughs> that is incorrect in the word of God. I can't have it. Yeah, I mean, just imagine that, though. So you're a guy who's out there killing people, and someone who's important to everyone else is like, yo, stop killing people. I'm Metropolitan Philip," <laughs> And Ivan's like, do that to him? I'm going to let you off with a warning this time, amigo. What a way to kill someone. Strangle them to death? Like, dude, that's fucking gnarly. Got to be the worst. And then, yeah, and then... And I'd be like, your best friend do it to you. Dude, that was the only friend in the world he had. And, and he was out there strangling people for it. Well, him. of course, Metropolitan Philip. Philip only had one friend. I mean... Oh, God. What are you trying to say, Travis? He had no friends? I mean, if I were Metropolitan Travis, would you be my friend? Yes. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Really? I wish my name was Metropolitan Mike. <laughs> that's an alliteration, that's an alliteration, so it kind of works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no one would be my friend if I was Metropolitan Travis. I'd be your friend. All right, thanks, Mike. You're a good friend. <laughs> Strangle me to death now because I'm I'm all into auto asphyxiation, auto erotic asphyxiation, yeah. Yeah. just like David Carradine. Great guy, probably not gonna roast. Him. Mike, please strangle me so I can get a bone. Come that. here. <laughs> <laughs> so Ivan, he didn't want to waste his time anymore with murdering individuals because this was his fun little project thing he'd been doing forever. He wanted to upgrade to full villages, Novgorod, which was a town that. A Russian town that had resisted some of the new laws that Ivan had put in place. They uh, eventually did unite with the crowd, but Ivan was like, you know what? You took too long, so now I'm going to kill you. So he decided to march up to Novgorod, and on the way, for his amusement, he had his army massacre the inhabitants of a small village called Klim. Just for fun. Oh, fucking Those poor Klim. people. Yeah. Couple thousand people. Yeah, just kill that. Let's see how it goes. A little warm-up. A little practice yeah. run. Mm-hmm. Warm-up uh, on Klim. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, someone who followed Ivan on the way was his son, Ivan. Ivan II. Was he terrible, too? He was also terrible. <laughs> and he was really into this torture shit. Well, Dad turned him on to it, you know? Oh, yeah. Daddy always is like, hey, guess what? I have this porn collection. I'm going to leave it out there for you. If mommy doesn't want you to see it, but guess what? It's there. In the garage. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> I'm going to drink with the boys. All right. So he wanted to embarrass Novgorod. So he had all the nobles and ruling families captured and forced them to sign a document confessing their resistance to his rule. He then marched 1,000 civilians every day for five weeks straight back to Moscow to perform a mass execution in the Red Square. Oh, my God. 35,000 people Tongue snipped off, oh. nostrils slit, limbs crushed, castrated, roasted. Ooh. Castrated. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, he then took the dead bodies and tossed them into the Volkov River, which ended up clogging with dead bodies. Why? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. God. Oh, the Why do Russians just love killing their people? Yeah, that's right. A, that's just like a place. standard tradition of Russia. They, th- you know what? Because they're bad people. That's why. I mean, All of them. I mean, I guess. I don't know. You look at World War II and they're just like throwing people in front of machine guns. 
like for funsies. <laughs> yeah, they're the highest casualties, yeah. and it's just because they didn't care anything about it. They're like, oh, you're a man? Here, take this uh, hula hoop and go fight those uh, Germans. Yeah. yeah, basically. See what you could do. And that was after the czars were gone. Mm-hmm. This is czar number one, and he's like, I'm fucking shit up. I'm going to kill everyone with their dicks. <laughs> On February 12th, 1570, he gathered one survivor from each street in Novgorod to the square. They were expecting to die, but then Ivan was just like, you can go home in peace. Let God be with you. Oh, last survivors. They won. different. Yeah. Talk about survivor's guilt. That was close. Later that same year, the terror reached a fever pitch in Moscow as Ivan instigated mass trials. Ivan watched from his balcony as workmen set up 17 gallows, an enormous cauldron of water suspended over a vast pile of wood, a frying pan, giant one, man-sized, and ropes that stretched taut to saw the bodies in two by friction. What? Holy crap. Over 300 people were hanged, boiled, hacked to death in front of St. Basile's Cathedral in the Red Square. Yeah. That's gross. Fucking gross. So he was making fried boy. Mm. And and also boiled boy. <laughs> yeah, he was making dumplings, man. Oh, oh uh, excuse me. Pierogies. Yeah, pierogies. <laughs> he was piroguing to town. This guy's this guy is terrible. Yeah. I mean, come on, Tom. You're supposed to what are we doing here? I'm you know what? I'm having fun tonight. <laughs> All right. So Ivan also had some troubles, foreign troubles. The Tartars, which are a Turkic-speaking people who occupied Russia, Poland, Ukraine, and various other countries in the region, uh, had decided to take Ivan on. May 24th, 1571, they set fires to houses in Moscow's perimeter. The high winds caused massive spreading of the flames. The citizens tried to find refuge in the Kremlin, but Ivan closed off all the gates. (laughs) The panic resulted in loads of people being crushed to death by the barricades. In a matter of three hours, Russia was burnt to the ground with only the Kremlin intact. Fuck it. I love the Tartars. Those are the best. (laughs) Like, fuck this dude. Well, it just fucked all the people up. I know it fucked all the people (laughs) up, but at the same point, it's like, we're coming for you, boy. We're coming for you. I know you want to kill all these sons that you own. Yeah. Pretty much. So... Ivan went back to his uh, his old place that he had set up with the monastery to escape the Kremlin. And one year later, the Tartars came back to finish the job. But fortunately for Ivan, his good buddy, Prince Vorotensky, uh, led his men in battle and was able to make the Tartars retreat. Ivan took all the credit for this military victory. No, you know, shit. No, no, he didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> He had no idea. Uh, word had gotten out that the prince was responsible for Moscow's triumph. Ivan did not like that one bit, so six years later, he arrested the prince and tortured and killed him himself. Wait, Holy so, grudge. Wait, so this yeah. fucking dude saved his ass. Yeah. And then he turns around and tortures and kills him. Yeah, just because he had the spotlight. Six years later. Yeah. What a cunt. <laughs> yeah. This guy is a cunt. That's what I'm saying. Like, we do some awful people here, but... Man, Ivan, yeah, you deserve really that name. Yeah. You're a real dickhead. Mm-hmm. Now, the strength of Ivan's army now gave him the security that he was looking for, so he decided the Oprichniki were a shitty look, so he dissolved it. This led to even more chaos as the chain of command broke down. Ivan's policy of dividing Russia into two had disastrous effects on its defense capabilities, 
and its society had been thrown into mass confusion with the peasants suffering under the yoke of serfdom. So mm. they were just fucked now because now all these criminals who were the Oprichniki, who were supposed to be his little private army, who was fucking them over to begin with, now they don't exist. So he's just given Russia all the criminals they could use. Oh, yeah. Everything's fucked up. I mean, serfdom existed into the 20th century in Russia, which was crazy. Yeah. Really? They only, yeah, they only just got out of it in wow. the 20th century. Oh, God. And they were like one of the last people to give up that whole thing. Yeah. Which is fucking nuts. That is crazy. And because of all the land that he had acquired and wasn't using, he had driven his own country to famine. Sounds about right. Yeah, well, they didn't have any potatoes or oranges or beans or chicken or uh, pork. Well, or uh, lobster. Didn't have any lobster. Not one bit of lobster. Uh, lobster. So, <laughs> so now, so now you like he's he owns all this land and he's not allowing anyone to use it and he's got enough land to sustain himself, but the rest of the country is just fucking starving. By fifteen seventy eight. Ivan was in a great deal of physical pain, though. He had developed large saline deposits in his backbone, and any movement would cause him agony. Well, he had salt in his back. Yeah. Too much lobster. Lobsters have salt. Wow, full circle. And caviar. Yeah. Butter on top, too. Yeah, you put butter in there. You get put buttered, and you put, like, extra salt in the buttered. And you also do uh, caviar and lobster, and you're going to have back pains. Ooh. That's good. I'm I'm glad you pulled it back to lobster so quickly. Because <laughs> so he didn't want to wear himself out by fasting or praying or uh you know moving too much or Hitting banging his, his head, head on, on the, the wall. So, yeah, so he kind of gave that up. Uh the physical pain made him even more unreasonable. November 9th, 1582. He beat his daughter-in-law uh because he didn't like a dress that she was wearing. This caused her to have a miscarriage. Oh, that's oh good God. for you. Yeah. And this why, one, why are you wearing that Mickey Mouse blouse <laughs> I bought for you two years ago? You bought it for me, sir. Oh, but you know what? It looks trashy. I changed my mind. <laughs> so his son, Ivan, whose wife he had just beaten and caused his firstborn child to, to not go so well. Um, Ivan confronted his father. And during the argument, Big Ivan hit him with a club. Right in his head, and he died a few days later. That's how you do it. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Is he dead? He killed his own son. He killed his oh, son? Oh, he killed his own son? Yeah, yeah. Sorry if I didn't. With a club. Yeah, Ivan killed Ivan. Too. Uh, Ivan Jr. killed Big Ivan. No, other way around. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So little Ivan got mashed. He got mashed. So his son's funeral, um, Ivan was started banging his head again. On the casket, making weird animal noises. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my um, god. He realized that he had just destroyed his whole family royal tree. His other son, Fidor, was plagued with learning disabilities, to be nice about it. He ended up being the next czar, and they called him Fidor the Bell Ringer because, uh, you know, the loose screws just made him like to run to the churches and ring the bells. <laughs> so imagine your czar just being like, let's ring that one. He's like a pineapple. Well, he's better than him killing us. I'll yeah. take it. Him yep. Yeah, he's a little pineapple boy. He was like, hell yeah, give me that chef boyar. <laughs> Let me get that chef boyar I want pineapple. Ring the bell. Yeah, and he also shot blanks, so that was the end of the lineage. Nice. Uh. Mm-hmm. 
Ivan spent the rest of his time as Tsar hanging out in the Kremlin, being a fat fuck. He somehow started feeling bad about some of the people he killed, so he wrote apology letters to families, you know, the, the ones that still existed. And yeah, sent- I feel like he wiped out most families. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if there was a even family, his own family. Yeah, even his own family. If there was a family, he was like, guess what? I'm going to ch- chop your nuts, chop your ears off, chop your, chop your dads off, and then, like, you're all going to die. Yeah, dude, he was sitting at home watching Family Matters, being like, oh, I want to get him. Family Matters? So we can go there? I feel like American Dad. The Seth MacFarlane? Yeah. That show's not funny. I know, that's why he would be watching it. Oh, okay. He's like, ha 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 ha! American Dad! Guess what? Oh, there's an alien! Oh, ha 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 ha! Kill him. That's a good point, yeah. Because uh, Family Matters was much funnier. That was hilarious. You're right. Yeah, I was out of bounds. <laughs> Jaleel there. White is a great actor. He sure is. So he looked like shit, and his body was all swollen up, and for some reason his skin started to peel. Uh, he would spend his time boasting about how many virgins he deflowered to whoever would listen. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Sick, <laughs> I banged some chicks, dude. That's cool. <laughs> all right, someone asked me how this idiot do it. When did this boy touch his penis in the wrong way and died? Just before his death, the Tsar summoned 60 soothsayers who told fortunes by the stars, and they told him that he would die the 18th of March, 1584. That day, Ivan actually kind of felt pretty good about himself. He was like, probably not even going to die today. Probably going to have to kill 60 soothsayers. <laughs> He sent his advisor, advisors to warn the soothsayers that they would either be burnt or buried alive for their obvious lying. They have to pick one. But <laughs> yeah. they choose one. Flip a coin. But the soothsayers, I'm gonna imagine in in uh, unison. It probably came in on a letter, but imagine in unison. The day will end only when the sun goes down. I guess. Um, Stupid czar didn't realize that there was more day, so he took <laughs> so he took a bath and he settled down to play some chess. And all of a sudden, he died. An English, really? Yeah, an he English predicted his death. Wait, well, hold on, let me tell you. He died right after chess. How Russian! I don't even think he started. Oh, okay. I don't even think he got to the chess. Uh, an Englishman who happened to be present um, wrote that the czar had been asphyxiated. So other contemporaries agree that his death was violent, suggests that he was poisoned, and some thought that he was choked to death, uh, or did choke to death himself. But in reality, someone probably just choked him out because he was so physically weak at that point. You don't think he was eating the chess pieces? Yeah, that's why that's what, that's what I jumped to, Mike. I'm like, somebody moved like the queen to the wrong position. He's like, guess what I won? And he just like ate the queen. The prophecy like, is true. No. <laughs> yeah, I also uh, come to mind, it's just like it takes two to play chess and no one knows how he died, you know? Yeah. It's like, all right, something, something's a little fishy here. Like, you need the Domino's app to order pizza. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know what? He was probably smothered. Oh, good. He was probably in a, a big comfy chair, and someone just walked up to him with a pillow while he was style. all fat and couldn't move about it. And, you know, he's falling apart. His bones hurt. And he's just, just, just like, no, just go no, to no, sleep. Just go no, to sleep. No, no. Yeah. So that's Ivan the Terrible. And, man, I feel like shit. Yeah, Tom, low-hanging fruit. Yep. As you would say to me, low-hanging fruit. Yes, this is low-hanging fruit, sir. Um, But I did not know anything about this guy. Neither did I. 
interesting. I'm here yeah, to educate. It was very interesting. I did not know he was as terrible as he was. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, awful. I just thought maybe he teabagged a few people. <laughs> oh, no, you're terrible. <laughs> oh, you're, you're terrible. just terrible. Get off of me. Scallywag. Yvonne, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Those nuts taste so salty. <laughs> Yeah, so like uh, low hanging fruit. This guy's easy. Obviously, it's in his name, but I did it. I'm telling you all about it. I don't give a shit. I feel Good. bad. I feel bad now, but I don't feel like I exploited anyone. Tom, are you? Do you really feel bad? No. Okay, because if you really feel bad, you should bang your head on the table a whole bunch of times. Mm. Just saying. Yeah, let's try it. Tom, stop, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your head's bleeding a little bit. That's cool, dude. All right. Uh, uh, I think, Tom, I think Tom needs to go to the hospital. Yeah, well, we should just end the episode now. Someone get a towel? That's Tom. You can find him at Sanch, S-A-N-C-U-T. You can find me at Travis Legion. And then this is Mike. You can find him at Mike Regan. I need more towels, Travis. And that's the end of the show because Tom's an idiot. He just hit his head on the table for Jesus Christ. All right, it's obituary time. <laughs> Dude, it's so obituary time. We were hanging out in a graveyard. We were chilling. Like, uh, how many times do you hang out in a graveyard? I don't, well, you know, the first time, I, I don't really. This is an audio format, so I don't associate that with anything in the real world. You mm. understand? So here I am, and I say it's obituary time, just like you heard. And then Mike says a, a spooky ghost thing. Yeah. Ooh. And I laughed, but nervously. <laughs> Because I don't usually fuck with ghosts. Dude, I fuck with ghosts all the time. I go to the graveyard, I light all the candles. I say, hello, spooky ghost. Come chill with me. And with that, <laughs> I was like, hey, spooky, busty ghosts. Oh, they have to have big tits? Yeah. Well, well I mean, if you're going to summon ghosts, they might as well have big titties. Yeah. Or giant dongs. <laughs> Either way, it just makes it better. So what do you prefer, experience. then? I prefer big titties, but if a guy with a if a ghost with a giant dong shows up and he's waving around all spooky, I'm like, that's hilarious. That's great. <laughs> what are the titties hilarious too? No, the titties are <laughs> titties are ghosts. Dude, how dare you? How Dude, how dare you say women boob, aren't funny? It's boobberry. How dare it's you? It's boobberry. You boobberry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tom. Yes. Who's the first person that died and will go to the boobberry collection of people? Yes, yeah, spooky. So First up tonight, uh, we are re-killing our Patreonies. We got that going on. Mm. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we, I've already done uh, one slaughtering of this person, but Palomino. Oh. Friend of the show. Hung out on the old OG Discord. Oh, yeah. When we were yeah. doing our live stream. Yes. And we don't do those anymore because I, uh, I'm i really conscious of my acne. Yeah. yeah. Tom is... Because I've been, I've been doing some steroids. 
He's got a skin I'm condition. huge now. I'm huge. You know, you'd be doing an episode, and everyone's all up on the mic. We tell Mike all the time, get close to the mic. It smells but bad. the real perpetrator is Tom, because he when we do this live show, mm. he would show up right in the mic, get that zit, like, right over the camera. Just pussing everywhere. Mm. Just pussing everywhere and popping it. Yeah, and I got some complaints, and we got some strikes on Twitch, <laughs> and that's my fault. Also because of the sexual dancing I was doing. <laughs> Uh, with my newfound arms. But look, Palomino, she's known that. Uh, she might not know that about me, but now she hasn't seen me recently. But here's what's up. Palomino, friend of the show, she's going to die. And I'll tell you how. So she's a zombie, and she's going to die again. That's right. So she's coming back up, and she gets out of her grave, shakes off the dirt, and one of her friends, uh, an unnamed friend, because we don't want to dox anyone, comes by and goes, Oh, hey, uh, you want to go to that Every Time I Die show? Because I happen to know that Palomino likes Every Time I Die. Low teens. Right. So uh, it's not so much a Every Time I Die show. It's just like tickets to an Every Time I Die thing. You know, like a thing. You want to go to that thing? <laughs> and Palomino's like, I haven't gone to a show in a while. I've been dead for like four months whenever they killed me. <laughs> so like, hell yeah, let's go. It's right now. So Palomino and the unnamed friend walk down the street. Luckily, they're right in town. Because I think every time I die, is uh, they're they're a poetic band. They play by cemeteries as often as possible. Oh yeah, so Palomino shows up, opens doors. It seems a little uh, empty in there. It's like, oh well, I guess they're playing in the back room over there. It's very strange because usually every time I die, packs it out, packs it out. Oh yeah, great band. Yeah, great party band. You know. Um, so she goes into the venue. It's it's empty. She hears crickets. And you know, gets cobwebs on her. She's like, "What's what's going? What's going on over here? Are they real cobwebs or fakes cobwebs? They're real cobwebs." Okay, cool. <laughs> she walks into another door where she hears a little noise. She hears like a bunch of bunch of whales crawl. Whales crawl. She opens the door. She where she's hearing whales crawl. She opens the door and it's Andy Williams from Every Time I Die. Yeah, it's not an Every Time I Die show. <laughs> It's a, a super underground wrestling show because Andy Williams is also a professional wrestler. Is he? Yes. <laughs> and unfortunately, this ticket was uh, first person who walks th- into the door has to wrestle Andy. Oh, no. <laughs> and Palomino, she's just been laying in the grave forever. She's not ready to wrestle, but Andy doesn't give one shit. <laughs> he, he, he picks up Palomino, straight up pile drives. Uh, you'd think she's dead, but guess what? She's like, she's loose. You know that yeah. feeling when you, you know when you, you feel like you should have died? Yeah, like you yeah. wake up in the yeah. wrong position, you've been sleeping on your head. Right, like, well, I could have been I dead. dead. Yeah. yeah. So, like, pile drive seemed like that was going to happen. What was enough? So Andy gets up on the top rope, jumps off the top rope, moonsault, explosion. Body explosion. Palomino's already decaying body is spread all over the place. <laughs> and Andy's like, oops, that smells. <laughs> and that's it, Palmino. And then, then again. Then they play every time I die show. Yeah, well, no, the other guys are probably at home, oh, like, gone. you know, just watching Netflix or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, rest in peace again, Palmino. Love R&P. you very much. Oh, hell yeah. All right, Michael, tell us about a person that died in uh, the graveyard. Spooky. We are talking about Brian from Hawaii. Brian from Hawaii has finally been resurrected. He is shot out of a volcano at a million miles an hour like a brand new baby boy. He lands softly in a palm tree gracefully. 
He wanders the beach <laughs> to find out that he has traveled back in time before anyone has inhibited Hawaii. Oh, shit. Damn. He wanders and wanders, writes tons of messages in the sand, and no one answers him. Alright, well, it is just sand, so... Wait, but what, what were the... What he, were, just <laughs> he just dies? He just dies? He just dies of old age alone. <laughs> what a nice way to go. Oh, wow. Oh, Alright, well, Brian, congratulations. You, you were the first one to have Mike kill you. Mike done killed you. <laughs> He's guilty. Alright, and our last person. So, we have another Patreon member, and this time he asked for us to kill his girlfriend. <laughs> so, Kai from Australia asked for us to kill Caitlin, uh, which is his girlfriend. <laughs> now, Kai, I was talking to Kai for a little bit. He's an astrophysicist, which I didn't think smart people <laughs> listen to our show. Well, I didn't think that they could see space from Australia because they're on the bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what are they going to look at down there? There's nothing to see. Yeah, I thought that was just putty. <laughs> That's like sitting in the back row of a movie theater and there's seven foot people sitting in front of you. Yeah. Put it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's there staring at the back of someone's head. But he's like, well, space exists, obviously. I might be where the binge chickens are. I might be just <laughs> hanging out down under. Dude, you got to stop talking about binge chickens. I love binge chickens. All right. <laughs> So eventually, I'm gonna make you. <laughs> All right. So he discovers a wormhole. You know that we just are not a wormhole, a black hole. You know, we recently just recorded the first black hole ever. Yeah. Right. So he's like, "Oh shit! We saw that first black hole. I saw this other one, and I'm the first person to see it. Maybe I should just send someone out to that black hole. Maybe I should just do it." Oh, I see. Yeah. I see where you're going with this. And he was like, I should go, because I am the man of science. Mm. But his girlfriend steps in and says, like, you need to survive. You must survive, Kai. I don't know Caitlin. She's probably a sweetheart. But are you sure she wasn't like, Kai, we have to go to my mother's house? <laughs> <laughs> no. You Kai, should go. Kai, Kai is taking one for humanity. Caitlin's taking one for humanity. And she's like, Kai, you must survive and record my data. <laughs> record my data. <laughs> And I understand. So, Caitlin jumps into this, like, uh, I'm going to call it a VB. Isn't that a, that's a that's Victoria Bitters. The Victoria Bitters can, uh, which is a, an Australian beer. You won't get it, Tom, because you're not from Australia. I'm not cultured. I don't need to be. <laughs> she jumps into this giant Victoria Bitters can with a rocket attached to it. And uh, Kai launches her off in t towards the black hole. As she approaches the black hole. Space, final frontier of black holes. <laughs> she gets close. That's great. I love Star Trek. And then she's, I like Star Wars, but I like Star Trek. Yeah. Which uh, one is it? I forgot. And then she spaghettifies because that's what happens when you get close to a oh, black God. hole. You spaghettify. That's the yeah. actual word. Mm -hmm. She spaghettifies into the black <laughs> hole. Okay. But somehow she survives because we don't. No one's ever been close to a black hole. You don't even know what happens when you get close to a black hole. I don't know. Besides spaghetti. <laughs> so, so she she enters the black hole and she survives the trip in. She finds 45 bin chickens on the inside of this black it's hole. It's a disgusting <laughs> animal. 
That's <laughs> 45 bin chickens. A heinous, disgusting animal. And she lives the rest of her life peacefully amongst the bin chickens. <laughs> and dies at the age of 62. Jeez. I mean, it's a shorter lifespan than regular because we're in a black hole and there's bin chickens. All right, well, for the audience, I have two apologies. <laughs> Travis, disgusting animals. Stop talking about them. No one wants to think about a disgusting, perverted bird. Uh, and secondly, I'm sorry, my Neil deGrasse Tyson filter is broken on my computer, so I can't make Travis sound like he's smart. Uh, dude, I am... I feel smarter listening to that. Right, Mike? Thanks, Mike. I'm a smart boy. Damn. Well, I guess I'm outnumbered. All right, thanks for listening. Yeah.